0: I'm going to take a bit of a personal slant in this episode of A Beautiful Grey Sponge, which appropriately goes well with the day it's being recorded. Although I like each episode to stand alone and not specifically weigh in on any current events necessarily, today is apparently World Water Day, first observed in 1993 and introduced by the United Nations. So, let's get into it. Have you heard the phrase, No man ever steps in the same river twice, for it's not the same river, and he's not the same man. I was thinking of this quote as I was visualizing an analogy of the movement of water to how I choose to move through life, namely my professional life. It may not be exactly cohesive to the thoughts I was having in the moment, but it's tangentially or peripherally tied for sure. So before I get into the bit about my personal reflection, hence the uh, personal slant in this episode, I want to introduce Heraclitus, the historical figure attributed to this saying, no man ever steps in the same river twice, for it's not the same river And he's not the same man. Interestingly, it was the element of fire, not water, that he was really fond of. He believed fire formed the basic material principle of the universe as the first cause for the creation of the world. But I didn't see any observation of World Fire Day when I did a quick Google search. (laughs) Briefly, Heraclitus was a pre-Socratic, That's before Socrates, a Greek philosopher. Not much is known of him. Although he was born into a privileged family, he chose a reclusive life as a philosopher. He wasn't much of a people person, disdaining the facade of society, frustrated by their sense of self-interest and lack of deep thinking. He's known to have written vaguely or in riddles on purpose, partly because he felt he was more intelligent than most, obviously not very humble, and wanted to challenge people to think independently. I'm specifically fascinated by his idea of the interrelation of opposites. For example, that seawater can be dangerous to humans, and yet beneficial for fish. Or even that and this is a hard one, this might be a stretch, war and peace were instrumental for transformation. He believed war and peace were instrumental for transformation. You see, he saw opposites as necessary for a coherent system in which everything is and must be in constant flux. That life is all about change and these clashing of opposites. Hence the quote, No man ever steps in the same river twice, for it's not the same river, and he's not the same man. Hmm. I appreciate different perspectives, and like to entertain opposites, and even the cracks and crevices between them. So, when I share my personal views on how I choose to live my life, I'm not judging another's. So, My analogy was this. We're all drops of water. I mean, even scientifically, roughly 60% of the human adult body is water. But back to my metaphorical analysis. Some drops are content to be in a fixed system that's securely operating through pipes and engineered waterways largely developed over time and by society. I think of this as employment under a big other they may very well serve a specific purpose depending on their role in the system and for the most part remain in an enclosed treatment facility some drops evaporate outside of this like i did i was part of this enclosed system but instead of the security and predictable life i could have had within those pipes i chose uncertainty and less restriction. I'm faced with more challenges and change, yes. Not knowing what exterior factors will affect the state of my matter. Experiencing change that's unfamiliar and unsteady. The matter? Into evaporation again, not knowing if I'll transform into rain, snow, or ice. Sometimes I'm fluid water, rushing, or calm. But I'm okay crashing into rocky shores, or even periods of stagnation in a marsh. I just don't want to be directed by a man-made system in the same confined, structured cycle with fellow drops whose pinnacle of life is to successfully move through an enclosure over and over again. I choose to ebb and flow through constant change and uncertainty. And like opposites, it's necessary to recognize both. Water serving a purpose in an enclosed and structured system, and water moving unpredictably, yet volitionally, outside the system. Perhaps more than the quote, what I discovered in reading about the mind behind the attributed words is a man that wasn't much of a conformist. And, like him, neither am I. But, unlike him, I don't think less of people who aren't like me. Please! Be you. In pipes or in jagged streams, just keep moving, and hopefully, even changing. What happened to Heraclitus? Well, he was a bit conceited, perhaps. Not humble, as we mentioned. When he became sick and sought treatment, he thought the physicians weren't as smart as him, so he took matters into his own hands and smeared himself with dung. Dung expecting the warmth of the manure, that's right, to draw the ailment out of him. He didn't survive. The ailment? Dropsy. Dropsy is an old term for the swelling of soft tissues due to the accumulation of excess water. Today, the person might have been diagnosed with edema due to congestive heart failure. So, that's it. We stand on the shoulders of giants, great minds like the brilliant ancient philosopher Heraclitus, albeit not perfect, but great nonetheless. I hope you enjoyed this episode of a beautiful gray sponge. Thank you for listening.